to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today, we're catching up with a couple of YPs, Samantha Alberts and Dominique Harris. So they were winners of a scholarship to go to the PDT in New Orleans back in 2019. And uh, we thought we'd catch up and see how their career is going, uh, how they're liking the government accountability world. And I think you'll uh, find it interesting see how our YPs are doing here in this interesting world we've had the last two years. So let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. All right, so today we're uh, kind of revisiting some friends we met at the PDT a few years ago, back when it was in person, if you, anybody can remember that. Um, I believe it was New Orleans, so it was uh, yeah, a couple years ago, but we met a whole bunch of YPs who were uh, scholarship winners, and uh, we wanted to see where are they now. So today we have two guests. We have uh, Samantha Alberts, Dominique Harris, so uh, maybe Sam, you want to say hello? Hello, everyone. All right, and Dominique. Hello from Kentucky. All right, so this is a, just a kind of informal one, you know, just kind of reintroduce everybody to you all and kind of tell us what you're doing now. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to go one by one, and we'll just kind of go back and forth a few little questions here for you. Um, so maybe, Sam, do you want to start off? Just you know, reintroduce yourself. What do you do? What's your day job there? Yeah, um, I'm Samantha Alberts. Um, I'm from Ohio, and I work for the Ohio Auditor's Office in the state region um, as a financial auditor. All right. And how about Dominique? Hi, I'm Dominique Harris. Um, I'm in Kentucky. I currently am a graduate accountant, too, for the finance cabinet. All right. So uh, I guess Sam, going back here, you know, what, back at, when we uh, when we met at the PDT, what what were you doing? Where were you in your career? And uh, you know, how have things changed since then? Yeah, so back in I think it was like 2019 was the PDT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was a part of the Central Ohio AGA chapter, and I had just become president. Um, I was still working for the Auditor of State office in the same region as a financial auditor, um, auditor three, which is the highest we can go. Um, and I had just moved on to a new team to help balance out work experience. And like I said before, I'm still there now. And um, um, we also have brought them back to special investigations unit and uh, or a designee problem, a program uh, where we select a few people from different regions to help out on cases on a designee basis. Um, and I was able to become a designee for this fiscal year 21 and hopefully for this coming year as well. Nice. So you are already the president, so it's kind of, kind of hard to go higher than there, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, at the national level, you know, start, starting to get involved at the national level is the next step. <laughs> That's pretty good. So uh, how about, Dominique, how about yourself? What were you doing, and uh, how have things changed since uh, since 2019, besides COVID, obviously? Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 2019, I was an auditor for the transportation cabinet, so quickly realized after that, I did not make a very good auditor. Uh, you have to be pretty intense uh, and strict, and I just wanted to help everybody, so 
Um, so I moved from transportation to finance, um, and I'm focused on accounting now. So um, I definitely, I really enjoyed being on the Central Kentucky chapter for the AGA. Um, I stepped down from that to represent the Office of the Controller in a diversity and inclusion council. Um, so we're working towards bringing um, a lot more diversity to our cabinet. And um, so we're focusing on that. I'm still active in my AGA chapter, just not as a, like a council member. Um, but I still attend all the meetings and the trainings. I still need it. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's, um, diversity inclusion, that's a big initiative at AGA now, too. So, yeah, that's great to hear that. Um, and then I'll keep it keeping it going with you here. So it sounds like you did make a career change. I mean, all of us make many career changes in our in our life at this point. And it's a good thing. So so what are you liking about the new career? You think it's a better fit for you or uh, what, what do you like about it? Yeah, so it's been really interesting transitioning between jobs in this telecommuting situation. Um, so I met everybody on a on a Teams call. And uh, we've been working from home pretty exclusively. So, but when I came on to the finance cabinet, they had uh, a standard operating procedures for every single task that I've been assigned. So I learned everything from home. Um, I have manuals for everything that I do. And it's, it's a really good fit because I complete a task and it's over. <laughs> I always felt like audits could could really drag on for months or you know years so it's been it's a daily task that I love and I actually instead of working for the Commonwealth of Kentucky I work for the agencies so I'm assigned certain agencies that I help them with their accounting so that everything gets processed correctly and I really enjoy it a lot more. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I'll confess, I started off as an auditor, then I went into exactly what you're doing, you know, more the financial and the accounting side. And I had the same thing, you know, I, I walk in the door and people kind of turn around and want to leave. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, here's the auditor. So I guess we'll pick on you, Sam, now. Sorry. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it is a, it's a fun job. It's just I had, I had to do something different. But I mean, how's it going for you, uh, Sam? I mean, are, do you think things are going the way you want to go? Or you, you feel like you're on the right track here? Uh, you know, what, what is it you like about your job? Yeah, um, as for the track-wise, I think it's been going okay. Um, 2020 was pretty hard with COVID, and then my dad ended up getting really sick and um, passing away from lung cancer. So I dedicated a, a good part of my time to helping my mom and you know just processing the situation because it just happened so suddenly. Um, and I feel like I'm finally getting back in the groove of things um, in auditing. Like you guys said, things can draw on, draw, uh, draw on for a while. And also when you walk in the room or join a team's meeting, <laughs> everybody's like, oh, no. Um, but uh, the thing I like about that is really the diversity because um, I, I do have a lot of different audits. We do in the state region, we do boards um, and state agencies. So it's very interesting to um, learn each agency's process um it's always just a little bit different because they're processing different things it's still money but for different causes yeah and i mean just kind of rolling from that question you know why have you decided to stay in this line of work you know over the last two two and a half years versus you know venturing out to do something different yeah um i enjoy 
making sure um, our taxpayers' dollars are being spent according to state and federal laws, and also with government and with the auditor's office. Uh, I appreciate the work to home life balance uh, before we actually went to working from home full time. We were able to work from home two times a week. So we already had that hybrid schedule, which was really nice. And I really enjoyed that. And even now, when we're trying to um, integrate back into the office, it's still very flexible. It's not really more on the um, as-needed basis. If the client wants to be um, face-to-face, then we'll, we'll be there for them. But if they are perfectly okay with Teams meetings, then we stick to Teams and only go into the office if like our actual team would like to meet. Yeah, it's interesting to see what's going on in D.C. because, I mean, we're still not really back in the office, but I think some agencies are just trying to bring everybody back in a couple of days a week regardless. Some are trying to be more flexible about, well, does this person really need to be here or do they just come in if we need them, you know, on an ad hoc basis? But, uh, I mean, I'm hoping they go more in that direction because I think for the future of work, we all need to be very flexible because, you know, we've shown that we can get work done in, in this situation, right? So, I would say just bring us in if we need to come in and stay home if you, if you can stay home, right? And I think that everybody would prefer that. So, so yeah, that's good that you've you've been able to get through it without in that in that virtual environment. So, um, and then Dominique, how about you? Same thing, you know? Why have you decided to stay in this this field? Because you know, you said you did change jobs, but you're still in the government accountability world. So, what what is it you like about that that made you want to stay? So I, I still believe that the state has the best benefits as far as, you know, leave time, sick time, and just switching from auditing to accounting really let me focus on, on helping the agencies. And I think so much of my past work experience has been with customer service. So I really enjoy helping people and having the cabinets like me and look forward to calling me and emailing me and reaching out. And I just like being a helping hand. Um, so much of that, that fear of auditing, I kind of hurt my feelings, <laughs> but I definitely, I, I truly believe in, in helping and working for the Commonwealth of Kentucky has the most benefits. So I really enjoy staying with the state and just finding a better, a different career that fits my skills better. Yeah, that totally makes sense. So actually following on from that, you kind of talked to some of the reasons, but, you know, if, if you knew somebody else, a friend or somebody who's graduating recently or, you know, soon, you know, what would you tell them to encourage them to get a job in government accountability? And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, it could be working for a government. It could be working for a contractor that supports a government, you know, contract. Uh, but, you know, what would you, what would be some of the selling points that you would give them? Definitely being able to work from home. A lot of our agencies have stayed completely work from home, have not asked anyone to come in yet. Um, that's definitely a big selling point. Um, some other benefits, just me, me being able to be in the AGA, you know, no matter which cabinet I work for, they support the AGA and they pay for my membership. And just like you said, networking in the AGA. I mean, I met a lot of people who worked for the finance cabinet who, you know, they didn't necessarily help me get this job, but it was a good benefit to already know some people who worked with that cabinet and kind of know what they do. Um, you know, and like I said, just the annual leave and the, the sick time. I mean, 
I've just never, I've never had anything like that with any other, you know, outside of the state government jobs. And it's so nice to just be able to, you know, I take my mother to the, to all of her doctor's appointments and it's just nice to be able to have that and, and not feel like I'm missing something at work and they can, you know, handle everything for a day without me. So it's really nice. Yeah, I hear that a lot. The work-life balance is a huge one, and I'm happy to see that that's working for you, too. That's great. So, and how about Sam? Some question for you. If you're uh, encouraging some new recruits, what would you say? Yeah, I definitely would say the same. Um, the working from home has been great. Um, as much leave that we get, and even with our auditor's office, we do have a busy season, which is, unfortunately, during the holidays. Um, but there's still enough time. Like as long as you're getting your work done, you can still take time off and to enjoy the holidays. Um, so that balance is, is very great. And um, AGA, like she was saying before, um, if you're thinking about coming over to government, I definitely think joining AGA can help you decide um, because you open up a network of people across the country who are in government and you can look for them look to them for guidance and advice um, and where to go, like what agencies get the inside scoop on what agencies they work for and why they like it. So definitely joining AGA helps out a lot. Yeah. And I mirror that too. I mean, my personal opinion, you know, like I've worked in both government and, you know, non-government, even though it's pretty much supporting government. I mean, I do get satisfaction out of things like, you know, when I was an auditor finding folks that have defrauded the government and, catching them and getting that money back. I mean, that's, you know, fulfilling to me. And I just, you know, it's our, it's our taxpayer money. So to be able to kind of help, you know, be part of the solution of uh, preventing those kind of things and, and finding the bad guys I always like that. So, and, you know, mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of folks love the missions of the agencies they work for. And yeah, I mean, I think that's another really big part of it. I feel like we're, you know, we're accomplishing something. So, um, and actually, yeah, Sam, let me ask out a couple more questions for you guys, but let's go back to Sam here. Um, so, so of course, this is an AGA podcast, so we want to hear about AGA a little bit. Um, you know, tell us a little bit more um, what you're doing with AGA now. Obviously, you said you were the president, um, but so what, what, what are some of the roles you have now? And, uh, you know, what are you looking to, uh, to do with AGA going forward? And also, if there's anyone, you know, how do you feel AGA has been useful and helpful to you? Yeah, so I'm still active in AGA per se. I'm still part of the Central Ohio chapter. Um, but right now I'm only currently a part of the National AGA's Young Professional Focus Group, um, which has been really eye-opening and has connected me to more people. <laughs> it yeah, has been awesome. And what are you guys, what, what, what are you all doing in that focus group? Um, focusing on how to bring people, young professionals into government is our focus. And then we also have some subcommittees where I think we're going to be getting into podcasts, hopefully. Um, and then, um, you know, just talking about our young professional experience, um, stories, and on social media, and then also um, getting into public speaking, because there seems to be a want for young professionals um, on panels and helping out with presentations. That's awesome. Yeah, and again, like, I actually started with the YPs, too. That was my first job in my chapter and here I am now. Right. So <laughs> no, it was a great, yeah, it, I really loved it. I mean, cause you know, it's not just, 
it's actually fun. There's a lot of fun activities, but you also meet people much faster than you would normally just your regular job, right? You get to meet higher level people on a more informal basis. It's really kind of nice. So I think it's a great program. Um, and then, so Dominique, I know you said you're also focusing on different things, but do you, you still do some things with AGA or at least do some training or what, what are you doing these days? Yeah. So I'm still active in the AGA, the central Kentucky chapter. Um, I'm not a council member anymore, but I recommended someone to replace me and she's doing a great job. So, uh, they're still actively, you know, presenting monthly newsletters, um, and I know that a lot of, you know, they can't have a lot of events right now in person, but they're still doing, you know, small PDTs um, through Teams and through Zoom. And they're providing training um, through, you know, online and not in person right now. But hopefully, you know, we'll get back to in person soon. Um, I am, I have been, so I met someone in the AGA and they actually, um set me up for a career day in the next two weeks. Um, so I'll be going to a, a Kentucky middle school to present uh, working for the state government to middle schoolers. And it's in Frankfurt, the capital. So the really, I think the odds of these kids coming back and one day and working for the state is pretty high. So um, I've made little gift bags. I'm going to hand out some candy, you know, get the kids a little excited. Uh, we have little money erasers. So um, hopefully we, I can represent um, the AGA and, and represent the, the finance cabinet in a great way and, and hopefully get kids excited about work for the government one day. So. Very nice. Yeah, no, that's something I noticed. Uh, a lot of the YPs are very uh, involved in the community and doing things like this. It's always awesome to hear that. So kudos for that. Um, so last question for both of you. So it's always my favorite question, but you know, I'm going to have you predict the future here. Uh, we'll start back with Dominique again here, but you know, what, what are your kind of immediate goals? What would you like to see yourself in the next couple of years as far as your career goes? What are you most interested in growing and learning in? So I know that uh, last time we were on this podcast, me and Sam both had very similar like step-by-step um, auditor goals, um, next positions. So where I am now is, is a really small group, only four people. So as far as like a, a next step, there's not really a, specific career path, but my goal is to stay with this cabinet and stay in this position for like a good solid five years and just have really good, solid background um, for my future. And I started working on my MBA again, so hopefully I can finish it this time. Um, so I have seven classes left with that. Um, and just really staying with this group of people and learning as much as I can so that I can take this information and hopefully, you know, maybe one day work in budgets or, you know, just kind of move up the chain. But I really, I really enjoy what I'm doing right now. And I want to stay here for a solid amount of time and, and learn from, I work with incredibly smart people and I just really enjoy working with them and learning as much as I can about the, the accounting for the state and just helping agencies do the best we can and, you know, we do have a busy season, which is the end of the fiscal year. So, you know, really July 4th is, uh, you know, we're working. But, uh, you know, you don't have to set fireworks off until the dark. So, but it's all good. And, and I just, my, my current goal in the next five years is just to stay exactly where I am and, and soak up as much information as I can. 
Yeah, and that's that's definitely legitimate. I mean, I, I tell people, I mean, it's really hard to think five years from now unless you're just a super crazy, motivated, ambitious person. It's like you want to, you know, where am I going to be exactly in five, ten years? But, uh, but I do recommend it's like, yeah, every year put down something. You know, if it's five things you want to accomplish, and I always do my personal, my career. You know, some of them are like, I can't possibly do this thing, but at least it's on my list. And by, you know, closer to the end of the year, I'm like, you know what? I, can, I might actually be able to do this thing. But, yeah, so that's, I mean, I totally, that's how I do my planning. I try to just give myself some short-term goal, you know, learn something new, take on some new thing, you know, whatever it is. But that's a, that's just as good a way to do it as trying to plan out five and ten years from now, which is pretty unrealistic. So that's good. That's great to hear that. Um all right, well, Sam, you have the the mic here at the end. Um, so you tell us too. What are your uh, short term goals here? What are you trying to accomplish uh, with yourself there? Yeah. So um, my goal is to eventually get into forensic accounting, forensic auditing, um, especially with the auditor's office, since we have our own division. Um, hopefully, in getting this position, the designee position for fiscal year twenty two. Um, to help get experience in that sector. And then also uh, studying for the certified fraud examiner exam. That's, not, that's in the works. So hopefully uh, that'll be passed and I'll have some letters after my name. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, definitely support that. That's my other thing. You know, once I graduated, I was like, I'm done studying. No more, no more homework. And then it's like, uh-oh, certification. And here's another one. Yeah, so, but that's good. You yeah. want to constantly learn and, you know, improve, right? So that's that's awesome. You should definitely get all those certs. I encourage that for everybody for sure. Um, and, yeah, fraud is a very hot topic once again in the world with all the grants going out and all the money flowing recently. So definitely a lucrative field for you. That's great. So, all right, well, with that, I want to thank you both for being here today, Sam, Dominique. It's very nice to catch up with you after a few years. Hopefully it won't be so long next time. Maybe we'll see you at a PDT, hopefully in person next time. But uh, I really appreciate you both coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. AGACGFM.org. Find all our podcasts or make sure to... uh, Get them on your phone, on your device. Get that subscription going so they just show up and uh, you can take a listen when they come in, the new ones. And of course, stay tuned for great things in 2022. A lot of good guests, a lot of good podcasts. You know where to get them. Right here with your host, Paul Marshall, Accountability Talks with AGA.